Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I am your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today's guest is Colton Barton from Gerald, Texas. He is a good friend of mine, and our families have been connected for a long time. In this interview, he will be talking about the process of getting silk calves ready and more. I really look up to him, and I am super excited to have him on here today. So let's get started. Hello, Colton. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you on here today. I'm excited to be here, Sierra. I'm glad you asked me to do it. Absolutely. You were on the Limousine Junior Board, and so tell me about who are some people that motivated you to do that. I would say maybe um, growing up in the breed, I guess it was uh, something that I looked forward to, you know, just wanting to be a, as big of uh, as big a part of the breed as I could and to be involved uh, as much as I could. But um, the person that maybe motivated me the most was a, a guy that was a, a board member at the time. Uh, he asked me at Denver last year if I would have any interest in joining the board with him. Uh, and his name was Colt Schrader, and I think he's a teacher somewhere in Oklahoma now. He's a good friend of mine, but he uh, asked me if, if I would have any interest in being a part of the board and kind of motivated me maybe to run for the board, and, and, I, and I'm on there now, I guess, because of him and, and him wanting me to be a part of it. But um, aside from him, I would say uh, Bruce Lawrence and, and Amber Parkinson kind of had my back and, and encouraged me to to be a part of the board and to run for the board and and Shanna Holloway did as well um, she doesn't live too far from you actually so um, there was a handful of people that that kind of pushed me and, and motivated me to to want to be a part of the board aside from myself wanting to wanting to be as big a part of the breed as I could so it is great to have people um, pushing you to be the best that you can be and if they're being hard on you it's because that they believe in you and they want you to succeed and so i think that's really amazing absolutely what have you gotten out of the limousine board so far well i uh i've only been on it since july uh, at our junior national this year uh and what in west monroe louisiana was when uh we they elected new board members so for two months I've been on it, but we had our uh, fall board meeting in Miami, Oklahoma um, last weekend, and along with having that meeting and getting to work with other board members to plan our next junior national and how to make that better, uh, we got to tour some different places. We got to tour uh, the PBRS Ranch um, with Limousine and Red Angus Cattle there, uh, kind of near Tulsa, I believe it is. And I got to meet the guys that run that operation and got to look at a lot of cows, a lot of good cows, which I thought was super neat. Um, it's super neat to get to look at other people's operations and how they do things. And, and really, I find it enjoyable to just look at uh, other folks' cows. And uh, along with that, we went to uh, Flying Cow Genetics, which I think isn't very far from Miami. And that's a embryo transplant center, uh, really elaborate one and, and got to tour that set up and got to uh, watch them IVF a cow so that was pretty neat and so uh, 
I've uh, gotten to gotten to tour some places so far and gotten to meet a lot of new people and gotten to do some interesting things in the in the short two months that I've been on the board. It is neat to go to other people's operations and see what they have going on. And my dad and I, every once in a while, we go on a road trip to pick out some show cattle. And I went with him this year and we went to Wisconsin and Iowa, and that was a really fun time. And I learned a lot from that trip. Right. One of uh, that that would be one of my favorite things to do is is go look at other people's cattle and and kind of see how they run things and maybe you can take something from that and bring it back to your own place. I agree. Can you tell us a little bit about where your next junior nationals will be? So our next junior nationals will be in Grand Island, Nebraska, next summer. Um, I don't know the exact dates, but it will be over the 4th of July. I think it would be the last couple days of June and the first few days of July. So Grand Island, Nebraska. Speaking of junior nationals, um, didn't you go to a limousine junior nationals this summer? We did. Um, our junior nationals was in West Monroe, Louisiana this summer. How did y'all do there? We had a really good trip. I think uh, everything we took got a piece of something. Um, we had uh, reserve purebred limousine pair, um, and it's kind of neat that calf off of that off that cow calf pair is uh, is in our upcoming sale. And then uh, we had a bull there, a Limflex bull. He was third overall bred known Limflex bull. Um, so that was pretty neat. And and that uh, that bull's mother actually is a uh, Old show heifer from uh, your Aunt Christy that I would have shown a few years ago. So that was pretty neat. And then uh, uh, a purebred Lemmy heifer that Chris and I own uh, was reserve division, uh, the own show, and in our futurity. So we had a, had a really, really good trip to West Monroe. You said that calf uh, is going to be in your upcoming sale. Speaking of that, can you tell a little about a little bit about you and your brother's operation and your upcoming sale. My brother Chris and I, my older brother Chris and I, uh, and and our two parents live here in Gerald and uh, run uh, Barton Cattle Company, and uh, we do have a sale coming up uh, October twelfth uh, called the Barton Cattle Select Springborn Female Sale, which will be on SC Online Sales. Uh, there's fifteen heifers that we've been getting ready. Uh, and all those heifers were either raised here or, or raised by uh, my sister and brother-in-law in Illinois. So, so it's pretty neat to pretty neat to have that kind of going where they're all kind of family raised. So, but it's been uh, we've been really busy trying to get those clipped and and whatnot, and and we picture those this Tuesday and Wednesday, and and hopefully roll those pictures out pretty quick. So, we're getting pretty pretty excited. I think they look pretty good. The process of getting the sale calves ready is intense. Can you walk us through that process? So on a normal year or any of our past years, um, we would kind of wean stuff um, and then bring them up here to the show barn, let them hang out for a couple days, and then let them start dragging, dragging halters around and kind of getting used to having that halter on their head and whatnot. Uh, and this year we kind of 
took some advice from from some other folks that that race show cattle also and uh, we started pin washing those calves this year instead of instead of putting a halter right on them and i think we've seen a lot of success with how those cattle have calmed down and and i really like it and so we uh we run them into the tub behind the chute four or five or six of them at a time and and just kind of spray water on them at first and then keep doing that for a week or two and, and by the time you go put a halter on them they're they're really really quiet and so um we've done that we did that for a couple weeks and uh lately we've been uh washing them pretty much every day i think we do about seven one day and seven the next but we've been kind of washing and clipping on those lately so i think uh i think we've clipped on each of them probably two or three times just trying to get them right and and the weather's been nice enough that they've started growing a little hair so that's great and there is a process to it you can't just dive in and do whatever there's a process you have to halter break them and get them used to the halters then you have to wash them and like you said you clip them two or three times just to make sure they looked right and they were ready and it's important that you get them to look their best so you can have a successful sale. Absolutely. It, it's definitely a process, but but I think uh, well, Chris is kind of a perfectionist. So they, uh, <laughs> if there's a stray hair on him that, that he doesn't want there, it's it's going to get gone over and taken care of. So, <laughs> Well, that's a good quality. <laughs> um, who in the cattle industry are you most inspired by? When I read that question, I think I decided that, that I should probably try to narrow that down to a short list because I think there's a lot of folks over over the years that I've shown cattle that have really and truly inspired me and, and kind of make you want to get up in the morning and, and be good at it and, uh, and do better. And, and I think uh, the two largest influencers um, or inspires of, of mine would be my two siblings, uh, my older sister Brittany, and then uh, and then my older brother Chris. Uh, they both showed cattle their whole lives. Uh, Brittany kind of showed heifers more so, and, and Chris the steers. But I always kind of followed in their footsteps. And and when I was younger, I just kind of watched what they did. And and uh, I guess I always really wanted to just follow in their footsteps and do what they did and and try to be good at it. So they've kind of kind of been my been my biggest inspirations, I guess. It is great to have role models, and like I said in the beginning, um, there's going to be people in your life that are going to believe in you, and they push you, and sometimes you might think they're being too hard on you, but it's really just because they want you to do your best, and they believe in you. Absolutely, and I think uh, having two older siblings is is a testament to what you're saying, but it was... Uh, when you're young, you don't really realize that they're trying to help you, and you think they're just they're just arguing with you. But I guess you come to get older and and realize that that they just wanted to see you succeed, you know. So I guess that was a, a blessing for me to have two older siblings that were so involved with this industry and and kind of kind of made me get to where I am today. So I don't know really where I'd be without those two. And I think that is really neat how you and Chris are doing this sale together and you're working together as a team. And I think that's really special of you two to do that. Yeah, we uh, we kind of do everything together. I guess we're together 
all the time. Uh, I'm not currently at college, so Chris and I are usually, you can usually find us in the barn together. And like I said, right now, we're probably clipping sail calves and whatnot. But he and I, uh, most everything that we do around here, I guess, is something thought of between he and I. And and uh, we we really try to work together on everything. And, and usually, usually it goes pretty smoothly with us two putting our heads together. So I, do, I, uh, I really enjoy it. That's really special. The future for you two is great. I think that's really special. Um, are there that. any goals that you would like to share? You know, I uh, like I said, I th- I'm going to go to college in January, and I think once I get out of college, uh, a goal of mine one day would be to kind of own a uh, or start a, uh, a marketing company for cattle, sort of. And um, other than that, I would say that, uh, I just kind of want to see our operation grow, and I think uh, watch it grow and watch it get better, and I think one day have more cows and more sale calves, and, and just uh, I guess that would be the goal. That's a good goal, and it's always great to set goals because it helps you strive, and you may be striving for something even if you don't have a goal set, but goals really help you to push even harder absolutely are there some words of advice that you would like to share i would say um my words of advice and this is something that i always try to i guess i would have a couple words of advice but uh something that i always try to keep you know at the top of my head is that uh is that this is a a changing industry it changes day by day um every day you look and there's a new product that either Sullivan's or Weaver put out that works supposed to work better than one thing or another and and, uh, and there's a new bull coming out or there's different kinds of feed and there's people all around us that that do different that, that do things different than we do in their operation and I would say that any piece of advice is advice that you need to listen to and to always have an open ear um, because we don't ever know everything in this industry whether you're 15 and just starting out and just picked up a set of clippers or or you've been doing this for 20 or 30 years i don't think you ever i don't think you ever know everything and and i think it's always good to kind of keep an open ear and and i guess another piece of advice um a guy said to me a few years ago and i've i guess it's always stuck in my head uh, he told me that if your dreams don't scare you then they aren't big enough and i've always kind of lived by that since I heard that and I used to have these thoughts of you know um, Chris and I doing bigger things or owning more cows or, or trying to set a goal to win a certain show and and kind of you sit there and you're like well is that really possible and, and well if your dreams don't scare you then they aren't big enough so I guess I always have big dreams. That is definitely true and I've never thought about that before but it's very comforting because when I had an idea to start shooting for grand, it scared me to death. I didn't know if it was going to work. I'm like, I'm just a little kid. I don't even know if I can do this. All right. But that is very comforting, I must say. And that's definitely true because you always have to have an open ear to advice. And whether you're 15 or you've been doing it forever, you never... Um, know everything and so it's important to be able to listen and have an open mind absolutely I think there's always uh, 
that's the interesting part about the industry that, that you and I have both grown up in is is that it changes all the time and, and you gotta you gotta change what you're doing all the time to make sure you're doing your best. And I guess it's uh I know it's a very uncertain industry at times, but I guess that's what makes it interesting. That's true. Um, we plan on airing this on the day of your sale, October the 12th. I think that's great that you got to talk about your sale, and then we get to launch it, launch it on that date. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Shooting for Grand is available on all major platforms, and so if you enjoy this interview, please like and share it. If you have any suggestions for interviews or if you are interested in sponsoring an episode, you can look me up at Shooting for Grand on Facebook and message me there. God be with you as you shoot for Grand. Thank you.